and gentlemen, 7 o'clock on a Saturday night, and as usual, that means it's time for the other podcast. I'm your host, Robert Stacy McCann. And I'm not. Hello, folks. It's the other guy on the other podcast, John Hogue here, and we are waiting for Diana to join us from uh, Valdosta. The lovely Diana Dealey. Yes, we are expecting her back this week. I haven't seen her appear on the Panel hmm. yet, uh, so, um, uh, folks, uh, you can find my good friend John Hogue's blogging at hogwash.com. And you can find Stacy's blogging at theothermccain.com uh, and other fine spots around the interwebs. And Diana blogs, and we are hoping to talk about one of her posts at dealyadvancement.com. Uh, so, Stacy, um, you have a milestone in your life now, don't you? Yes, 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 yes. Yesterday was my 64th birthday, which, of course, I commemorated with the famous uh, Beatles song, When I'm 64. Ah, oh, Diana is with us. Uh, I hate oh. <laughs> what, what are you? What? <laughs> okay, I hell- hate Podbean. Okay. It's not cooperative, huh? It is not cooperative. Well, you know, we've been trying it for a couple of years now, and maybe uh, there's something better. I'll go investigate. Meanwhile, <laughs> we were just uh, uh, talking about Stacy making it to uh, 64. He's a year shy of his Medicare. Well, yeah. happy well, birthday, Stacy. <laughs> yes, thank you, thank you. On October 6, 1959, I was born in what was then Georgia Baptist Hospital down on Boulevard in uh, uh, Atlanta. Believe it or not, they've got a street that's called Boulevard Street. (laughs) Uh, But anyways, it has, uh, last year they they closed it. Uh, uh, But anyways, most people who tell you from, they're from Atlanta are actually from Cleveland or Pittsburgh and live somewhere in Gwinnett County, but I was actually born in Atlanta early on a frosty morning, so to speak. Uh, well, see, that's the difference between you and me. I was born uh, uh, at five minutes to midnight on New Year's Eve. Boy, was my father happy for the tax deduction. But go ahead, <laughs> Stacy. <laughs> uh, First, we yeah. have to stop laughing. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. I didn't do much of a, uh, uh, a birthday celebration, except that my uh, wife uh, said, "Well, let's let's go out and get something to eat." And uh, after some discussion, I decided on the buffet at uh, Golden Corral, and I have posted to my blog. And by the way, that's theothermccain.com. I've I've shown you the second plate of food that I got there. Yes, uh, collard greens, okra, meatloaf, black-eyed peas, roasted potatoes, yeah, and a biscuit. I prefer my okra fried. That way I'm sure the okra's died. (laughs) <laughs> yes, making sure that it is safely dead is a good idea. Uh, anyways, but uh, we were sitting there and, uh, uh, you know, digging in. And the um, and my wife pointed out that the lobby had suddenly become full of old people because apparently 3 o'clock uh, is the start of the early bird at uh, uh, Golden Corral. And 
uh, you know, I was like, what did a bus drop all these geezers up? Because they were out the door, okay? And I'm like, I'm like, what did a, and my wife said, no, they arrived in, you know, groups of three and four. And so apparently uh, three o'clock on um a Friday is the early bird and, and they were all there, you know, and I'm, I'm looking at them and I'm going, how far away am I from that? <laughs> you know, because, because, <laughs> you know, uh, Stacy, I can give you geezing lessons. Uh, okay. Well, well, yes, advanced <laughs> geezing lessons, but, uh, anyways, uh, to celebrate the occasion, uh, I decided to bring back the big yellow button. We'll talk about the yellow button later, but um, uh, but I want to especially thank Steve in Calabasas, California. Wow. Uh, yeah, Steve in Calabasas, California, generously uh, hit the uh, tip jar. And I actually know where that is. Yeah, I and, too. and uh, among others, wishing me, uh, sending me money for my birthday <laughs> uh, was uh, Philip uh, and Tracy and William and, and someone named Diana also mm -hmm. uh, hit the tip jar for six dollars and 40 cents. And so uh, and so I would like to thank everyone who contributed and and. Uh, throw a guilt trip on everyone who hasn't what? contributed. What? Now that you're an official geezer. Yes. You know, you not quite. Say, oh, no, he's an official geezer now. I'm looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well, I posted a picture of myself there. He's, 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 uh, uh, he's, you were he's, wearing a sweater vest. Yes. He he is he's he's now ready to geese. But anyway, he's also <laughs> old enough to get some of the stuff I bring up. And one of the things I brought up this week, I had a post. Uh, I guess oh yesterday my. is yesterday was National Poetry Day. And Stacy, you're just barely old enough to remember these because they, they started <laughs> taking. Uh, this started. Uh, they started. Uh, Highway beautification. Yeah, Thank you to Lady Bird Johnson. 1963 is when they started taking them down. They were all they were all supposed to be gone by 1969, but a few yeah, of them right. still, still remain. But uh, National Poetry Day, the five signs read, Cattle crossing means go slow. That old bull is some cow's bow. And, of course, let's all together recite the fifth sign, Burma shave. <laughs> I, I miss those signs. Uh, <laughs> oh no, we so, have so, we, it, so go, Stacy. Now that we've uh, gotten you past your uh, uh, into only uh, uh, less than a year to go for your Medicare, you can talk about your football. Yeah, it is uh, the a Saturday in October, which of <laughs> course means time to talk about college football. And it's Florida thirty-eight, Vanderbilt fourteen. Yeah, oh, and I'm sorry. the nation is gripped uh, by that outcome. Uh, meanwhile, number one, Georgia, uh, is at home between the hedges in Athens uh, against uh, 20, uh, 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 the 20th ranked Kentucky Wildcats. Uh, both teams are 5 and 0, oh, so mm. uh, we'll see what happens. But they're scoreless in the first quarter so far. Mm. Uh, but, oh, wait, hmm, okay, well, Georgia's up near midfield facing a third down. But meanwhile, in other games today, uh, number three, Texas, uh, fell to number 12, Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma won 34 to 30. Uh, number four, Ohio State had a little scare uh, there for a little bit, but uh, prevailed over the Maryland Terrapins. 37 to 17. Um, uh, LSU, which has a great team except for defense, um, uh, <laughs> defeated Missouri uh, 49 to 39. Uh, UCLA upset number uh, 13, Washington State 25 to 17. Uh, number five, Florida State uh, downed Virginia Tech 39 to 17. Um, 
Number 14, North Carolina, in an ACC matchup, defeated Syracuse 40-7. And, of course, uh, number 11, the Alabama Crimson Tide uh, <laughs> defeated tide. Texas A&M at College Station 26-20. to And, boy, was it close. Uh, we needed some special teams uh uh, uh, magic, <laughs> magic. Yeah, you could call it that. And strong defense uh, to get a safety there at the end and sort of seal the fate of Texas A and M. So it's twenty six twenty. And meanwhile, I'm looking. Yes, Georgia's now in Kentucky territory. So we will uh, keep you updated on what's going on with the Bulldogs mm -hmm. and yeah. the Wildcats. Well, there's actually some more stressful stuff going on in the world. Than oh, football yes. Games. Uh, I woke up yeah. this morning and I'm looking at the, the news and I'm going, what? And yeah. uh, it, there's a war going on in the middle, another war going on in the Middle East. Yes, uh, Hamas, uh, the terrorist regime that controls Gaza. Mm. Um, is, see, Israel decided, okay, we're just going to pull all of our occupation out of Gaza and we're going to let you have it, Palestinians. And, and uh, well, I... Baltimore is not as bad as Gaza. That, uh, if you want to, the, the the people of Gaza promptly elected Hamas. The of ruling course, they party. did. And, and and here's the thing. I mean, it's not like this is something new. No, uh, no. Three thousand years ago, that piece of land was called Philistia. These are the Philistines. And it's not no, like they aren't. They, these were all well, imported well, you know, peasants well, from all over the Ottoman yes, Empire, I, dumped yeah, there. Yes, I know, but I mean, essentially, this—they are—they are the functional replacement. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. To take a beautiful, uh, you know, you you go to the Mediterranean, right, mm -hmm. and and some of the finest um, uh, uh, real estate in the world is is the shores of the Mediterranean. Uh, uh, mm -hmm. Billionaires tether their yachts, uh, you know, in the ports of the Mediterranean. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Gaza. Well, I, well, no, Gaza actually, when when it, it, the Israelis were running it from sixty seven to two thousand five, it was a resort area. Those mm -hmm. are beautiful beaches. Yeah. Uh, the Palestinian militant group Hamas launched unprecedented terror attack on Israel, uh, including firing thousands of rockets into Israel and infiltrating uh, Israeli territory by land, air, and sea. Responding to the surprise attack, which came on a holiday, a Sabbath mm -hmm. uh, in the holiday, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has declared that the nation is at war and vowed that the terrorists will pay a price it has never known before, uh, Hamas. We can only Hamas. hope. Yeah. Uh, the Israel's military response is being called Operation Sword of Iron. Um, and so uh, right now... Um, uh, the Palestinians are, are, are getting slammed. And I, by the uh, way, the, good. Someone who knew uh, history picked mm. the name of that uh, operation. I know. Uh, I know. Uh, the Philistines 3,000 years ago yes. were the only people in that part of the world who were Iron With Age iron. and had iron tools. The, yep. the the Israelites used to have to go there to get like plowshares and to get them sharpened. Uh, mm -hmm. And it, it was David who had been wor working as a uh, mercenary for the Philistines who brought iron to Israel, brought iron swords to Israel. And mm -hmm. now they're bringing them back. All right. Well, anyways, uh, I did several updates on it and, and remarked that when Democrats like Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar declare their support for the anti-Israel BDS movement, which is all over the campuses, by, 
way. Of course it is. Uh, this is what they're really supporting. Rocket attacks and terrorism against uh, Jews. I mean, mm -hmm. it's about dead Science. Jews. That's yes. what BDS ultimately means. Well, in fact, there's a, a, a thing on Twitter now where people are trying to stir up a, 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 a pro-Palestinian pro-Hamas demonstration at Times Square tomorrow. And one of the tags that it's getting hit with is, yeah, this is what comedies do, uh, celebrate dead Jews. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And uh, John Nolte at Breitbart said the uh, terrorist state of Iran kidnaps mm -hmm. five Americans. Biden yeah. then chooses the anniversary of September 11th to pay the terrorist state of Iran a ransom of six billion dollars. This ransom payment comes in the form of releasing six billion dollars in assets seized from Iran. So mm -hmm. Iran now has six billion dollars it didn't have before and Iran funds Hamas. Oh, and now yeah. less than four weeks after Joe Biden paid that six billion dollars, Hamas is flush with enough resources to launch an unprecedented attack on Israel. Uh, well, one of the things that the uh, several Democrats are trying to say, but yeah, but this money's only for humanitarian use. Oh, folks. come on. Funds are fungible. That's, that's the right. entire point of money. Yes. Money. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's, that's right. Well, even, well, no, pretend. Nonprofit a, person. <laughs> no, pr pretend for a moment that that Iran actually happened to uh, uh, do something strange and use the money as it was supposed to be, that still frees up another six billion bucks. Yes, so, you know, yes, it does. But, but, Our commenter, uh, EVL blogger lady, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, uh, mentioned uh, Saint Pancake. <laughs> <And> this, <laughs> this goes back a long, long, long way. way. Uh, it's an old story that. After 911, this uh, young college student Idiot uh, became woman. named what? Idiot. <laughs> yeah. A, a woman named Rachel Corey became radicalized and joined this uh, commie front group, really, is what mm -hmm. it was, uh, to, to volunteer uh, in. Palestine, uh, actually in Gaza, and she she goes over there and was protesting a um, uh, an, a the quite deserved the quite deserved destruction of a quote unquote Palestinian home, uh, which happened to have housed a terrorist, and well, we know what the, how that's treated, yeah, exactly it, as it ought to be. She throws herself in front of a bulldozer, and thus the name Saint Pancake. And, and, and was turned into strawberry jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so, but, so, But yes. see, this, is, this, thing, this whole thing is going down so quickly. I mean, we're less than 24 hours, mm -hmm. and no one's got their talking points together. Mm -hmm. I, I have a post uh, that went up this morning called uh, uh, Cassius Belli, which... Mm -hmm. uh, Basic, which is a mispronunciation of the correct Latin, but I'm not going to correct We're myself. We're not going to worry about it because because right no no because no one uh, understands uh, people when you actually pronounce Latin as it's supposed to be. I know. But anyway, which of these uh, will be touted by the usual suspects in the hmm. uh, media? A. Trump moved the embassy to Jerusalem, and that's the cause. Or B. <sighs> Biden just gave six uh, billion to Iran. I'm voting. Well, we that, know how this. Well, is I, I'm voting. I'm voting that A is going to be the talking point. Oh yeah, of course it he, is. See, and this, this is the seizing and pouncing. Here's the here's the headline. Let us seize. In, let us pounce. <laughs> the headline in the New York Times: GOP candidates use attacks on Israel to criticize Biden for his Iran deal. Wait a fucking minute. There are people connecting those dots, okay, yes. who are not GOP candidates or Republicans of any kind. There are Jews around the world that saying 
Biden is to blame for giving mm -hmm. money to Iran. Correct. Okay. Yeah. But 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 I'm not even Jewish, and I think so. Well, but he, yeah, here, here's here's the thing in terms of of the federal government, specifically the State Department. Uh, it's uh, its office of Pal the State Department's office of Palestinian affairs tweeted this morning that Israel should quote refrain from violence and retaliatory attacks. Okay, <laughs> and Ted Cruz jumped on that with uh, you know, uh, and 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 they've now taken the post down. But that that was <laughs> a that was a post from our State Department. Yeah, I know. I mean, their usual suspects are, you know, are are, are, are identifying themselves. Yeah, and, oh yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do. But they're well-intended people. They have good intentions. And, and we all know what the road to hell is paved with. Or, or at uh, least the Ninth Ward. Uh, the Lower Ninth Ward. The Ninth Ward is one thing. The Lower Ninth is another. You got to cross a bridge. Um, I didn't know that until last Saturday. Please don't anybody hold that against me. Um, okay. Last Saturday, I wasn't on the podcast because I was helping prepare. The, well, we were celebrating over two days my mother's 88th birthday in Louisiana, in New Orleans, in fact. And my brother very kindly. Uh, oh, thank you so much, Ginger. I must go kill a dog. <laughs> my brother and sister-in-law actually very kindly drove me through the Lower Ninth Ward, following my directions to the houses of that are were built by Brad Pitt's Make It Right Foundation, otherwise known by me as the Make It Very, Very Wrong Foundation. Now, I had gotten in contact with Global Green USA and asked for a tour, um, but it was kind of short notice for them and they had other things and no one was available. Um, and I have, having, but I took, ex I didn't take pictures because I thought it would be rude and invading people's privacy. Um, and I, but I did take extensive notes and my basic impression is this. Uh, the people who are in those houses have a right to be upset. Um, you can see uh, many of the houses show uh, distinct signs of deterioration, particularly exposed wood surfaces. Some of the more interesting uh, uh, roof shapes have not endured well. And I had my active dislike of modern architecture reinforced though that's really not part of the problem. Um, but um, I'd love to know what these homes are like inside. Um, you, They look kind of cramped and narrow to me, and that's not something I can you can assess from the outside. Well, they, they, probably, they're probably, that's one thing that's probably they were stuck with in terms of the property lines, because those are mm -hmm. basically the, the lower ninth is full of shotgun houses. Well, yes, it they're is. One, they're one room, one room, one, literally one room wide. I know, but there is, but they're given what they were working with. There's no reason that they couldn't have done what amounted to a garage space then a first story that's uh, basically your common areas, um, maybe a really open plan, and then upstairs, um, maybe it, it's wide enough that you could stagger bedrooms and then have the, uh, the master bath, bed and bath at the back. And there's no reason they couldn't have done that, and it doesn't look like they did, maybe in one or two, one case. Um, but these houses, they're, they're, uh, they're very brightly painted, which, by the way, seems to be a New Orleans thing. Mm -hmm. But um, they're not attractive. Um, I don't know what the people living in them think of them, except that they have joined a class action suit. Um, anyway, um, I wasn't real happy. I, I, what I saw um, is that whoever takes on the burden of fixing this situation has a monumental task ahead of them. Um, for one thing, this isn't just a tract, really, not really. Um, these are broken up with, it's the ninth wards, the lower ninth wards odd. I mean, I know what I'd do, which would be essentially 
buy back this these properties at market plus 10 percent because that's what these people deserve they deserve a chance to 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 either build or buy something they want um level everything um institute your uh a new independent nonprofit specifically for this project work with um, established housing providers like um, Habitat for, you know, just for working with the community. Um, and I assume there's Mercy Housing, housing Southeast um, to work with this and, or other housing related charities in the area. I'm not familiar with New Orleans, so I don't know them all. Um, but rebuild, build the homes, homes that are inefficient, that are uh, energy efficient um <clears throat> well built and appropriate to the climate sell the homes settle accounts close the nonprofit move on um i think that's probably too straightforward for nonprofit world but i'm really eager to see what happens going forward with this but i don't and, understand i don't understand how the grift works in that well that's just <laughs> it that's just it um i really don't that's just the problem we need to get nonprofits need to stop. Well, grifting. There's a lot of grift and a lot of graft in nonprofit world, and you know you've heard my my rants on that, so I won't go into it now. But seriously, um, this is a monumental jo job, and I don't envy whoever takes it on. If Global Green does it, I wish them the best of luck because I fear they will desperately need it. Well, see, that's the difference here uh, uh, between uh, your, what you're doing a post about in the next one. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, people, I, I actually think Brad Pitt went into this with good intentions. and He, he got did. He got grifted big time. Yeah. Of course the, he did because he kept larding stuff onto this that wasn't necessary. The idea of making it, you know, green. Okay. We're oh, going to make these green stop. houses. And I'm like, you know, and anyone I, who was familiar with the climate, okay. There. Yeah. 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 It's it's like, no, you don't do that here. Well, Not here. I, the only tropical or semi-tropical housing I've lived in that was green it was canvas. So, <laughs> and that got all moldy, didn't it? Uh, well, no, we had to take it down and move it enough that it, uh, you know, things, things got tended to. But uh, the, um, the, you know, that's the, you know, this was good intentions. Not everybody Horrible. acts with good intentions. There are bad people out there. Stacey. Oh, very. Oh, this is where we're going to put it in here. The headline is chiseling sociopathic whore. Now, before you get started, okay, mm -hmm. I want to make my comment. Uh, you know, every time you screw up on rule five, I, uh, I, I go after you. I mean, this young woman, uh, she obviously, pretty. she's pretty. She, she, if I had, if back when I was in my 20s and single, and I'd seen somebody who looked like that, you know, in some sort of event or across the room. Uh, I might have checked uh, her out and maybe d invited her out to lunch or something like that to see if there was anything worthwhile Coffee. there. Um, but I tell you. Coffee, uh, the original. <laughs> yeah. But but when I looked at the video down at the bottom and saw the selfie she made of herself in bed and the uh, nose yeah. and the nose ring. Game over. Uh, chiseling sociopathic whore. I uh, 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 grabbed that quote from Ace of Spades mm -hmm. uh, just so that, uh, you know, and put it inside <laughs> quote marks because uh, this woman has a habit of filing uh, lawsuits and I don't want to end up as a defendant. So mm. we know who to sue, <laughs> but, and I'm not saying that I would say that about uh, this young woman uh, named Lindsay Hill. Remember that name, Lindsay Hill. Write it down and tell every man you know to stay away from Lindsay Hill, who reminds Especially me of Bev Money. <laughs> yes, yeah, so who reminds me of an old Johnny Rivers lyric. 
Beware of pretty faces that you find. A pretty face can hide an evil mind. And yeah, secret story. agent man. Yes. Anyways, but uh, uh, but uh, young men are are have this terrible habit mm. of of judging a book by its cover. They're the the bright shiny object theory mm. of male attention. And so here's this. Well, I mean, hold it. My wife, uh, the reason I, uh, one of the reasons why I got interested in her because she was a beautiful woman. I mean, let's face yes, it. Yes, Connie was beautiful by all the pictures. Yeah, but, but so, I mean, just because people have to prefer looking at uh, nice uh, objects, nice people, nice stuff, uh, don't, but that can't be the be all. Did all. I mention she's blonde and has dimples and, you know, a kind of a skinny, uh, kind of a nice little figure there. And uh, a guy named Trevor Bauer mm. uh, walked into that trap. Um, uh, Trevor Bauer, by the way, is a, a, a major league pitcher or was a major was. league pitcher, a veteran um who had just signed a three-year, $100 million contract with the L.A. Dodgers uh, in 2021, when a few months later he was suspended from baseball uh, mm -hmm. because he was accused of sexual assault by Lindsey Hill. And uh, as John said, I embedded uh, the video from Twitter. Mm -hmm. Uh, yep. uh, from Trevor Bauer in which he goes through her texts and other social media messages. He spent two years in hell. He's now, he can't play baseball in the United States now. Nope. He is playing in Japan and he goes through and shows how deliberate, just absolutely malicious and deliberate mm -hmm. this was. And um, anybody that anybody that sees this, but I found myself it's wishing wishing that Sam Kennison were still alive. And I imagined, and I, if you read it on the blog, you can read it on the blog. <laughs> I imagined the monologue that Sam Kennison did. Hey, baseball boy, why don't you sit down here at the bar and let's have ourselves a little chat? Let's talk about genital herpes <laughs> and it goes downhill it goes downhill from there and you know sam kennison always gets the part where he's yelling like this and mm -hmm. uh you can imagine what he would be yelling about lindsey hill which i will not quote here so, <laughs> stacy you know if the people want to read uh your your your, your uh, post which they that, should <laughs> they should. They can click over to uh, theothermccain.com. And while they're scrolling through the post, if they look over to the side, they'll see this yellow button. Tell them about or at it. the bottom. Of yes, this is the time of the program for shameless capitalism, where I tell you about the yellow button uh, found in the uh, uh, center column near the top of my blog, the yellow button with the word donate on it. If you will click the yellow button, it will take you to my PayPal account where you can contribute dollars, pesos, euros, yen, shekels, any currency you've got, except Russian rubles, uh, can be uh, contributed through PayPal to help support the blog, to help support this podcast, and of course, to keep my wife happy. <laughs> because my wife likes it when I make money off this endeavor and keeping my wife happy is job number one. Meanwhile, over at my good friend, John Hoag's blog, hoagwash.com. I don't have a yellow button, but I do have a tip jar icon over in the sidebar on the right. Click on it, you'll be taken to my PayPal account where you can donate to uh, support hogwash or podcast or just spend money that I, I i'm happy to take any of it um or you can shop at the hogwash store 
There's a link in the sidebar to that. You can buy all sorts of stuff that's got uh, things on it that are remotely related to the blog. And so you can act like a fan and support the blog that way. Or you can use the Amazon shopping links that you will find both uh, at uh, Hogwash or or at the other McCain, uh, both of our blogs participate in the Amazon affiliate program. When you click on a blogger's link in that uh, uh, that's part of the, that program, Amazon gives us a small cut of the action, a little commission, which is a nice thing they do to help support the blogosphere. But regardless of how you choose to support us, please remember the five most important words in the English language. Hit the freaking tip jar. Indeed. You know, uh, I was going back to that Sam Kennison routine and stuff like that, you know, and, and thinking about that woman, is it, mm. you know, by the time I was 18, 19 years old, you know, it dawned on me that um, very good looking women and, mm. you know, you're above, you're in the, uh, say the 90th percentile and above. Okay. Well, you know, that, that qualifies the woman as a 10. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, well, actually, well, anyways, the point being that, um, uh, that it's young women like that often rely on their looks to get, they, once they realize they can get away, literally almost uh, get, get away, away with murder. With murder yes. yes. Yeah. Once they realize that uh, it's, they become very dangerous. Uh, and, and it's, um, you know, uh, and, but the other thing about good looking women is there's no such thing as a woman who does not have insecurities. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, there's no such thing as a human being without that. Yeah, her. yeah. And, 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 you know, you would think, you know, sometimes you look at a woman and you think, wow, she's absolutely perfect. And, mm. and yet she, <laughs> deep inside, there's this, this little hamster wheel turning uh, that's telling her that, uh, you know, that, Everything her, is there's her, something wrong with her ears. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah or whatever something. it is. Anyways, but I, I, I just, you know, you've got to don't judge a book by its cover. Is the mm -hmm. you know, yeah. Well, on the, uh, there. On the and other meanwhile, hand, speaking of uh, speaking of uh, speaking misjudgment. Of, uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> there was a uh, tweet. <laughs> Uh, several tweets uh, 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 where, where I picked this up, where uh, my, you went. Uh, yeah, our, our, our Department of Homeland Security is, was, was saying that there was an immediate need to waiver res, a bunch of regulations and build a border wall uh, mm -hmm. in Texas. Uh, because, uh, and it, it's like, really? Then why are you cutting the razor wire? Yeah, yeah, you know they turned on a dime in just a short span. Well, no, oh. 24, 24 hours later, mm -hmm. uh, he's uh, Secretary uh, of the of Homeland of uh, Homeland Security is tweeting. I want to address today's reporting related to the border wall and be absolutely mm. clear. There's no new administration policy res with respect to border walls, and basically. Uh, he's saying, no, that's not the answer to the problem, but we've got to build this wall because Congress funded it and we don't have any, we, we have to do it as a matter of law. Yeah. Yeah. yeah in a, in less than a day, really, they change it. What, you know, they announced that, that they were waiving all these things to the wall, yeah, right. and they were doing this, by the way, under pressure uh, from blues, uh, mayors of major blue cities like New York and Chicago yes. that were that in Denver as well, uh, uh -huh. that have been, uh, flooded with, um, uh, what, what do they call them? Asylum seekers. Yes. Uh -huh. actually, actually the correct term as a matter of law is illegal alien. Yes. yes. Well, they call them, uh, uh asylum seekers and, and of course uh, they New did. York, and you have the mayor of New York, the mayor uh, and politicians in Chicago and other places who are saying this is terrible. And it was hurting Biden with his own voters. And so suddenly they waive all these environmental regulations to allow the wall to do. And when that makes headlines, then 
they suddenly come out with this story. Oh, uh, it's not our fault. Yeah, uh, okay. It's their well, fault. Well, I my only comment uh, about the thing on my blog was uh, to uh, quote from the book of Proverbs, chapter 26, 18 and 19. What's like that? a maniac who shoots flaming arrows, arrows in death, so is a person who deceives his neighbor and says, I was only joking. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, uh, well, you know, so only, only, only kidding. Speaking, speaking, though, of what happens when you don't do what you say you're going to do, or when at least some people don't think you uh, are following the deal. Uh, yeah, McCar McCarthy's art of the deal kind of went south on him, didn't it? Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, Kevin McCarthy was voted out as Speaker of the House this past week. Uh, and, and what you have to know about this is that only eight Republican members of Congress mm -hmm. voted yep. against, uh, voted for getting rid of McCarthy. Mm -hmm. All the Democrats did. Now, mm -hmm. well, sort of, kind of. Uh, there were a bunch of not voting people, and so yep. that's a half. That's a half a vote uh, against McCarthy, and the vote was two sixteen to two ten. Then that is two votes shy of a majority of the full house. Anyway, the um, thing is, is that we've been sitting there with this very slender majority uh, in the house, and. Uh, meanwhile, Democrats have the majority in the Senate. Democrats control the White House. Now, I remember back in 2011, after the Tea Party had produced a landslide um, uh, in the House, but the uh, Senate was still controlled by Democrats. And the House and the White House was, of course, occupied by a Democrat. And so John Boehner became Speaker and couldn't get anything done. And people got mad at Boehner. It wasn't Boehner's fault. You just, controlling one house of Congress against everything else being controlled by Democrats, you just can't accomplish much. The best you can do is to stop uh, Democrats from doing what they want to do. And, but, you have these people, and obviously Matt Gates uh, knows how to manipulate them. You have these people that think that, well, we're not doing anything, and they throw a fucking tantrum, and that's what happened here. Of course, it makes me angry. Well, but if, if, on the other hand, uh, we have been better off if Rebecca Jones had won that election. Anyways, uh, uh, some of my friends may not be sad to see Kevin McCarthy go, but uh, I remember a scene from Gone with the Wind in which uh, Rhett is uh, driving a, uh, a, a, a horse and in, 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 in buggy he has stolen uh, to help Scarlett and Melanie escape Atlanta before the Yankee invaders arrive. At one point, the road is blocked by a passing column of Confederate troops. Scarlet says, oh dear, I wish they'd hurry. To which Rhett replies, I wouldn't be in such a hurry to see them go if I were you. With them goes the last semblance of law and order. And the chaos that has been unleashed and and this precedent, this was unprecedented. No time in history has a speaker been voted out of office. Never. Okay. And, uh, and so, you know, right now there's talk, uh, you know, Trump has endorsed Jim Jordan. I like Jim Jordan. I hope he gets it. Um, but they're going to have to do something. Okay. About this uh, spoil sport crowd that, uh, you know, that all they want to do is to destroy things. Well, the, the other uh, possible candidate, now that the field is winnowing because some of the other uh, people involved are saying, look, we don't need a multipolar uh, race for this. Uh, Scalise from the Congress critter from um, who's the whip now. Yeah. Yeah. And well, now, now, you know, the natural path up is uh, for the whip to move up to speaker and Scalise is a deal maker. 
Um, and there's something to be said at this point for a level of continuity. On the other hand, I, I like Jordan in a lot of ways, but he can be chaotic at times. And I don't know. I, 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 He's a former prosecutor. I like having him on the uh, oversight I, committee. I, I, yeah, I, I think he is serving a much better, uh, uh, serving the country better where he is now. And so uh, if I had to vote between the two, I'd vote, I personally would vote for uh, Scalise. Well, I, you know, and what, what makes me angry, and, I, and I, I, I hate to keep returning to this, but, but people want to make this about ideology. Okay, no, it's they, about they want to losing. tell you that if you don't support them, if you if you think that getting rid of, of the speaker is a bad idea, if you don't support them, it's because you're a sellout, squishy rhino, blah, 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 blah. Look, I was hate listed by the SPLC in 2003. Okay, it's not like I haven't, you know, proven my goddamn bona fides. You know, I, you know, I, I, I feel like Coriolanus, you know, uh, going down to the, to show his scars in the uh, forum. You know, it's like it's like I paid my dues, and I and I'm not less uh, conservative than Matt Gates or any of the other people, uh, in the cuckoo caucus over there. Um, you know, and yes, I know the arguments, uh, the criticisms of Kevin McCarthy, but, uh, this was just a stupid and, and useless gesture. Well, okay. Uh, and, know, and it makes will, me it, angry. I, you know, I, it's, it's, I was, I was in a meeting this past week and if, if I had been involved in uh, some of this stuff, thank God I'm not in Congress. But uh, if I had had to be involved in some of this stuff, I think I would have used the same response I used in that, <laughs> that engineering meeting. Yes, I understand what you're saying. I understand your argument. The only problem with it is you're wrong. <laughs> well, you know, it's just like, I mean, it's just like, you know, I, I feel like, who was the manager of the uh, Mets? The 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 worst. You know, who said? Does anyone here know how to play this game? You know, it's just like I'm sorry. It it, it and you've got to sounds, understand. Sounds how, like Casey Stingle. Yeah, it may have been Casey Stingle. But the thing is, is that is that Washington works a certain way. You're not going to change it, okay? And this idea that. Your failure to get everything you want means that you've been sold out and betrayed. It's just childish. Well, of course, you know. I, I think actually Matt Gates knows better than that. Of course. I don't think he believes his own argument. I think Matt Gates is a dishonest person. I'll just say that. I do not think he's sincere at all. He is selfish and power hungry. He is sadistic in his personality. He's trying to shape the battlefield in uh, Florida Man. for 2026. I don't like him. Period. No, no but he, he's trying to sh shape the battlefield in Florida for 2026. He's going to run for governor. God. Um, but <clears throat> makes me Meanwhile, angry. Pinky uh, was asked uh, uh, if he was pondering Oh, what brain was pondering. Are you pondering what I'm pondering? And yes. I think so, Brain, but it's too late to nominate James B. Lansing for speaker. <laughs> uh, but Jim Lansing died about uh, six months before I was born. And yeah. I'm a geezer. Uh, anyway, Stacy, the other thing that we have to deal with from uh, 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 our, our betters is, uh, is, is, is racism. Racism with five A's. Yes. Uh, yeah. How are we going to evade that? Yeah. I, you know, I, I got just a little bit uh, upset because uh, uh, a few hours you know, after I <laughs> posted this, uh, someone at another blog uh, um, did basically a recap of what I was arguing 
uh, and whatever happened to the effing hat tip. Okay. Meanwhile. Okay. Uh, appalling is a word we don't use often enough, but it's perhaps the best word for what is going on in America's public schools in the name of social justice. And, um, uh, and this, uh, the account called myth informed MKE, uh, called attention, uh, and, and put up a video of a teacher a K through 12 teacher um, saying that um, uh, things that white families do like reading to their children uh, are part of racism. And, and there is this term called evaded racism and it, it's been invented of course by academics uh, to explain how according to the, our intelligentsia, um, any, uh, difference, the achievement gap, so to speak, any, uh, uh, overall differences between school performance between um, black and white and brown and what all, uh, must be explained by oppression. Okay. And so when you try to claim that there is some other factor that is causing these disparities in educational outcomes, if you say that, well, you're engaged in what they call evaded racism. And, um, I kind of went on a rant about this. It makes me so angry. You know, it's, it's, it, and, you know, it's like, as I said, it's like they've got their magic x-ray specs, which enabled them to see the invisible ultra racism hidden in the structural inequality of education. Yeah. Well, you know where most of these, uh, intelligentsia types are is in urban areas. Yes. Okay. Um, I grew up I guess in an ur urban slash suburban area. Um, but, uh, my parents didn't, my parents, parents grew up in Appalachia and my mother, uh, after she was widowed, went back to the school district that she had taught in, in the thirties and forties. And during the seventies and eighties was working as a special education teacher. And this whole thing about, you know, white parents teach their children to read. Not necessarily there, uh, those of us who uh, are of a certain uh, age and certain era and a certain geographical area understand the, uh, expression white trash mm -hmm. and there are people like that. Uh, there were, there still are people like, like that. that. No, in the, in the seventies and eighties, my mother would account, uh, uh, encounter uh, kids coming into kindergarten, uh, first, second grade, uh, who had never had anything read to them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And okay. And some of them uh, were too far gone because maybe they didn't have the intellectual capacity or whatever. But the bright kids, I mean, she would take she would take a first grader who'd never been read to and was having trouble even with the concepts of reading, and if the kid was smart. The kid could learn and you know she she she'd have them for a semester and they'd be reading on the second grade level level and she, she was considered a pro a, a troublemaker for helping these kids do well you know that there, there, there was a time and it wasn't really that long ago uh but there was a time where uh uh for instance uh uh robert kennedy toured appalachia and and just was horrified by the poverty he found there. And, um, and, uh, you know, and so it wasn't that long ago that the idea of helping poor whites, uh, you know, and, and giving them education was, but they found something out, give a redneck an education. Well, there's nothing more dangerous than an educated redneck. <laughs> oh, I, how, how would you know that, Stacey? Uh, yeah. Well, I, I'm here to tell you, folks. Uh, uh, you know, but but the idea that you're going to uh, 
you know, but but liberals believe in education the 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 way a Catholic uh, believes in you know the where is Diana? Is Diana still there? Have well, we lost Diana? She's still connected. I can't hear her. I can't hear her either, but she's still yeah. connected. Okay, well, anyways, but yeah, yeah, but the um, idea that um, uh, you know they just think that education is the answer to everything, and and you know, and so so this is just uh, terrible. She's had but some sort of she said some sort of thing. I'm going to invite her back in. Okay. Yeah, she is having technical difficulties. Uh, it says that she's available now. Am I here? You yes. Are here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We missed you. No, I'm sorry. Um, uh, I you guys need to talk to me later the uh, tomorrow about. Do you remember the young woman who was staying with me? She yes. tried to call me, and it interrupted the the stream in some way. Anyway, uh, it's taken me this long to get back in. I am so sorry. <laughs> Well, here, well, we 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 were talking about how how it's supposed to be racist for to teach your children. I know. Race. I've been listening. I just haven't been able to speak. <laughs> okay. Well, well, but there there is good news from uh, uh, where I grew up, from Tennessee, and a little bit north of there, Kentucky. Yes. Uh, and and the, both those states passed laws that mm -hmm. uh, uh, basically uh, make it. They protect minors from so-called medical procedures oh. that are aimed at suppressing their normal biological development during puberty or, or to being subjected to cosmetic surgery designed to alter their apparent sexual identity. Mm. Now, and thank uh, God. Yeah, and, and the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals has uh, upheld the laws in Tennessee and Kentucky. Mm -hmm. So Tom Fitton had a tweet that said, Child safety measure upheld. Okay. And I responded, good news, but does this headline confuse progressives? And the point is that uh, referring to laws like that as child safety measures might confuse those progressives because they think like a safety measure means a ban. For example, gun safety means taking, uh, uh, banning a firearm and these laws don't ban children. They Thank goodness. <laughs> you know, uh, there is good news out there. Uh, Somebody's got to pay for uh, for Stacy's Social Security. You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, no. and, well, you know, some states are are saner than others, and some mm. cities are just so crazy they're dangerous. Stacy, we're going to talk about crazy cities that are dangerous. Okay. Okay. Uh, I headlined this update from the Department of Ironic Crime. Okay. Oh, Lord. Uh, the headline from Zero Hedge, Philadelphia journalist who mocked concern over violent crime in Democrat cities shot dead in home. And mm. this is... Um, uh, this is involves uh, Josh Kruger... Uh, an activist and journalist uh, uh, who was shot seven times in the uh, foyer of his home in Philadelphia. Mm. And, uh, and, and I had to point out that death is not funny. Okay. No, uh, it's not. Uh, it, it, we should not uh, laugh at or engage in Scheidenfreude. Uh, when no. liberals, uh, uh, when the boomerang of social justice uh, comes whirling around and whacks them in the back of the head. So or as we can say, when karma's a bitch and bites them. Right. Or and, uh, as, as my favorite, uh, as my favorite uh, formulation of, of what happened to this guy, his dogma got run over by his karma. <laughs> well, I, as I said, I've got two basic rules for a happy life. Number one, never keep argue your wife with... happy. <laughs> number one, never argue with fools, and number two, stay the hell out of Philadelphia. <laughs> uh, uh, my my friend Dana Pico likes to call it Philadelphia. Mm. The 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 He's murder right. rate in Philadelphia mm. is worse than Chicago, and that's about it, uh, all you need to know. But but uh, uh, Josh Kruger uh, believed. 
for example, that he was living in a quote-unquote white supremacist police state. And there's well, a word for people who believe things like that, and that word is crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, meanwhile, in New York City, Boy. the headline is social justice activists fatally stabbed in front of girlfriend in Brooklyn, a 32-year-old was waiting for a bus with his girlfriend when police said, I love Maria. how they stick the police said in there. We've seen the video. We know what happened. Mm. He was brutally attacked. Uh, an unidentified mm. man who has since been arrested. Mm -hmm. um, Crying, I might add. Yes, yes. Anyways, uh, Monday... About four o'clock Monday morning okay. at the intersection of Malcolm X Boulevard and Lafayette Avenue in Bedford-Stuyvesant, Brooklyn. Uh, and uh, the guy stabbed him multiple times. There was mm -hmm. some sort of a confrontation between them, uh, this guy. And four o'clock in the morning... Uh, as I said, on and Malcolm look how X, dressed. yeah, four o'clock in the morning, mm -hmm. they had been to a wedding and I don't know why at four o'clock in the morning, they were sitting at a bus stop <laughs> on, uh, Malcolm X Boulevard in Bedford Stuyvesant. Uh, uh, his roommate said, uh, this, the guy was, uh, identified as, wait a minute. What was his name here? Carson. Carson. Mm -hmm. Help me here. Okay, I've lost his name somewhere. It's not important anyway. Yeah. Ryan but, uh, Carson. Ryan Carson. Thank you very much. Ryan Carson. Um, uh, but uh, uh, according to police, the guy said to him, what are you looking at? And, and this uh, resulted in a situation where the guy jumped on top of him and stabbed him three times piercing his heart, uh, his friends said um, hmm. it could have happened to anyone at any time. Yes, hmm. but it happened at four o'clock on Malcolm X Boulevard in Bedford-Stuyvesant. Maybe hmm. the gentrification has uh, in Brooklyn has changed Bedford-Stuyvesant, but that used to be one of, I mean, the there's Bronx. Yes. There's was, a line in a, there's a line in, um, you may be right. I may be crazy. Right. By, uh, I walked through Bedford style alone, even drove my motorcycle in the rain. Yes. Yeah. That one. You may be right. I may be, I crazy. may be crazy. Yes. <laughs> Anyways. And I'm just like, what are you trying to do? The thing is, it wouldn't happen to me because I wouldn't have been there. Yeah. Uh, correct. And 4 a.m.? The plate with 4 a.m. I'm lucky to be uh, racked out in my bed or working mm -hmm. third or working third shift if we're teaching, t doing something 24 seven. So, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's it, being, uh, being the wrong place at the wrong time. With the wrong ideas is not yeah, a wise it's a thing. bad choices, man. Well, anyways, uh, Andy No uh, of the uh, uh, Millennial Post uh, points out that Ryan Carson's girlfriend, Claudia Morales, <clears throat> is a cop-hating Black Lives Matter activist. Um, and uh, she blamed police for violence at a Black Lives Matter riot in Boston uh, when they tried to arrest rioters. And so, yeah, well, there's, as I said, some deaths are just ironic. So and some cities are crazy, which makes them dangerous. Yes. Stay out of the city, people. Well, I hear the boogie-woogie music in the background, uh, which tells me we are approaching the end of the podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, we will be back next Saturday. Uh, at 7 p.m. Eastern, the usual time for the other podcasts. And we will, at that time, once again, be joined by our good friend, Diana Dealey. Thanks for joining Yay. us, Diana. And You're we'll very you. welcome. We'll see you next week, folks.
Good night, Stacey. Good night, Diana. Good night, y'all. Good night.